Hey guys, a little update on the episode. Uh, this is a two-part special. The first part was done by me and my man from Miami, Florida, Abner Perez. Uh, we previewed the finals from the Miami Heat fan perspective. Very biased predictions, so they are pretty bad looking back at it, but we did it before the finals. And the next part of the episode is just a normal episode from us reviewing it after game four and talking about all the news going around in the NBA at the moment. So I hope you enjoy it and thanks for listening, guys. What's going on, guys? Welcome to a very special edition of the Only Threes podcast. Today, we are joined by my man from Miami, Florida. He is the founder of the Instagram page, at Heat Proud. 45,000 followers on Instagram, Abner Perez. What's going on, man? How you doing, man? Doing good, man. Um, Abner is a massive Heat fan, like I am. So we share a common interest there. We've been talking for about three, four months. I did a podcast with Abner. And the main reason that this podcast exists is because all the feedback I got from that. So big shout out to you for bringing me on your podcast that time. It, it, it was pretty awesome to hear back that, that I inspired somebody else to do something big. Yeah, man. It, it, was, a really, it was a really enjoyable time. Um, Abner is currently in Miami and... I just can't imagine what the vibe is like. I'm seeing the videos. There's the traffic on the freeways just stopped and people have buckets with Tyler Hero's face on it and everyone's smashing their pans together. So what's the vibe like in Miami now? So so right now, everybody's super excited that the Heat uh, made the, the finals. And it's not just basketball. Uh, today, the Marlins ended up winning five. I think they're still playing right now, the five to one. And just Miami sports right now are at a really high stage especially Florida sports and really, and it really has stage Tampa Bay just won the, the hockey championship. And the night of when the, when the heat made the finals, everybody was out partying. Like there was not one street that you could not find where somebody wasn't out, like either honking, playing music with their jerseys. A lot of people want to celebrate down in a street where, where we have celebrations and right in front of the American airlines too. And it was just a really fun and, happy vibe to see the team that we've been watching for the last what five six years suffering like yeah. losing every single time bad contracts bad players and to finally be at the pinnacle of basketball it's just there's nothing better than that um i want to ask you a question from uh the 2012-13 run to this run is the is this year's team your favorite team compared to the 2012 team that's a really hard question um, I really do enjoy the grit and the hard work that this year's team has put on. I don't think that it could be me as a fan in 2013. That was just such an exotic run. Like we were the number one team everywhere. We were all over the all over the NBA, all over news, everywhere. It was just a really happy and fun vibe, no matter where you went. And we still have the hate of the rest of the league, so we still had to fight every single night. I don't think any this team can beat that in terms of hype and in terms of entertainment, but it's still nonetheless a really fun team to watch, and it's for sure my top two favorite team. Yeah, it's complete the polar opposites from the 2012 LeBron run. Like we're the team that we're the we're the Indiana Pacers essentially that we used to beat every Eastern Conference Finals. So, um, in terms of the celebrations, I'd assume you went out to like the 2012 2013 championship parade. And like I, I did not go out. 
I did not go out, but I did see videos, and I remember uh, attempting to go out. Yeah, but I could not go out. Yeah. Do you think that even with Corona, that the if we win this year, that it could be just as good? Obviously, we won't be able to get the numbers and all that, but the vibe and. Okay, I think the the cars are still gonna be out there. There will yeah. be more precautions and stuff like that. We won't see as many people just because of health hazards and and the fans are gonna. No, no matter what, they're still going to be cautious about that. I don't think it's going to be the same numbers as 2013, especially with LeBron. LeBron brought a mm. lot of hype over. And back then, back then with LeBron, it was just fun to be there. Like, every, you had to be there. Even if you weren't really a loyal Heat fan, you just had to be there because your friends were there. Yeah, your yeah. friends' friends were there. This year, when the Heat won, it was, it was more of like a, if you're a real fan, let's go out. It was more planned. No, it was more like on Twitter. You you would go on Twitter and you see fans that wanted to go, Instagram, stuff like that. It wasn't just like a conscious unity of saying, oh, let's go out. It was more of a local thing. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, that sounds... It's just crazy. It's crazy the pull that just LeBron has in, on his own way, just like almost forced mm-hmm. to go to that a parade. Um, let's get into a little bit of a preview against the Lakers. Everyone, I've seen a lot of people writing us off, although I do see a lot of people giving the Heat a chance just based on the fact that every single series besides the Pacers series wasn't supposed to be us, you know. So um, my my main worry, though, is the fact that the Lakers are more than likely to start Dwight Howard at centre and then Anthony Davis at power forward. So that leaves us with a bit of a hole because Bam Adebayo probably has to be on Anthony Davis just for defensive reasons. But then like, you can't have Jay Crowder starting on a center. Do we start Myers Leonard, Kelly Olinick? What do you think we're going to do? Uh, I don't I don't know how many minutes Kelly Olinick played this series. Do you know Do you know the exact number? I think he played, like, one game, and then he just didn't I, play the, the Boston series. I didn't see him playing, and I think it has to be with speed and, and in terms of being fast on the court because the Boston, Boston was a really fast team. So and Miami, rebounding as they well. They were all he's, over the place. He's a terrible rebounder. And rebounder. Yeah. So in terms of that, I know that Myers Leonard, I think, has only played like what one game and against yeah. the Bucks. Yeah. And it was not the best game for him. He was getting outscored by Brooke Lopez. I remember that. And honestly, my strategy for A D and Dwight is just it's gonna I saw a lot of Derrick Jones Jr. Derrick yeah. Jones Jr. is gonna have to step up. He has he has a, a good wingspan and he's gonna have to step up a lot in this series. I see Coach Poe playing him a lot. I see Bam playing up to 38, 39 minutes a game to be able to contend AD. And we're going to have to throw two people, at least, at LeBron, and just hope that Bam Adebayo could contain AD and that Derry Jones Jr. or somebody else could somehow stop or limit Dwight Howard. So do you think that we won't play well? I don't think we're going to play a man coverage. We'll play the zone coverage and sort of just leave Bam in the paint to patrol the paint, even if he's got Dwight and AD on him, and then just leave the zone. Is that is that what you think we're going to do? I do think that Coach Bo will definitely play the zone. He's yeah. been playing it all playoff long. There's going to be some times where the Lakers are going to understand that they're in zone, and they're going to take advantage of that, just like we saw in various instances of the games against the Celtics. Boston took advantage Hell yeah. of the zone. And Coach Paul had to find himself between switching zone to switching to man. I do believe that the same thing is going to happen in this series, for sure, where we're going to have zone some minutes of the game, and then the Lakers are going to figure it out, and Coach Paul is going to have to make some readjustments. It's going to be a series of readjustments. It's going to be whoever the best coach is, that's who's going to win the series. 
Yeah, hundred percent. It's going to come down to coaching for sure, or if it's not LeBron James. Well, speaking of uh, LeBron, uh, he's got probably the most interesting matchup of the series. That's probably the two best players going into it. If you if you disinclude Anthony Davis, Jimmy Butler versus LeBron James, when they go head to head, they are tied at seventeen apiece. It's going to be a real, real interesting matchup to see if Jimmy Butler can't. Can, nobody can stop LeBron. Can limit LeBron James. That's true. You you really cannot. Stop that, man. He's been doing that for way too long to be able to stop him. Nobody has found a way to stop him. Like you said, you can only limit him. You can't really stop him. So, yeah, LeBron, I just I, – I think he, he'll get past him a lot. And my, my worry for the zone defense is that he's going to go past Jimmy just because he's stronger than him and then Bam's going to come out from the, the rim and throw a lob up to AD. And I feel like we're going to lose a lot of points just on that height advantage. So – Personally, I'd love to see Myers Leonard just start four or five minutes in and then get him out and go back to small ball because otherwise, I think we're just going to lose on the offensive rebounding side. We need to see what Coach Poe actually ends up doing. We just need to, to, to wait it out and see what he does. Trust Coach Poe, I'll tell you that. I've, I've doubted him a lot of times over his tenure in Miami and I've learned one thing from that, to never doubt Spoh and never doubt Pat Riley. They just know exactly what's going on, man. Um, on to our next point. It'll be the role players for Miami. We have had some huge role players step up. Tyler Hero dropping 37. You've got Jay Crowder, who's become a three-point king along with Duncan Robinson. I feel like our role player depth is a lot better than theirs. Um, do you feel like that's going to get us over the bump? I think, like you said, our role players are better than them. We have Tyler Hero. We have Andre Godala, Jay Crowder, all players who have contributed in big ways in the playoffs. And I think that is what we need to beat the Lakers. We cannot beat the Lakers simply on stardom. We do not have enough stars to match up against AD and LeBron. We already know that. You can only limit them. What will end up happening is whoever has the best team, whoever has the best offense overall, is just going to be able to balance out and like have a strong series instead of one game. Because yes, you may have LeBron and AD take over one game or two games. But then what? Game three comes along and then everybody's tired. Your role players are not – they're not balanced with the Heat players. So then what ends up happening is that team basketball will eventually take over. And I may be a little biased here, but I do believe that the Heat definitely have a really high chance to beat the Lakers. What's your official prediction? As non-biased as you can be, because I'm trying to be as non-biased as possible. I'm obviously going to pick the Heat to win, but I'm trying to be like as unbiased as possible. I've seen the way that the, that the Heat has played against every opponent and they don't back down at all. They have not backed down. They beat the number one seed in the East, which everybody thought that they were going to defeat everybody and plow through every other team. I've seen them defeat a well-coached Boston team, a hard-working Boston team, because they're also like us, that they're not let down at all. I'm going to say... If I believe the Heat are winning, because I'm still a little bit undecided. If I believe the Heat win, I do say Heat in six or Heat in seven. There's no yeah. way that we're winning in five or four. That's against the Lakers. That's not happening. Heat in six or Heat in seven. But if the Lakers do take over and it ends up being a blowout, I believe Lakers in five or Lakers in six. See, I think, 
I don't think if we go to a game seven, I just don't think there's anything that's going to stop LeBron. Unfortunately, I think you know Definitely, everything's yeah. everything's working in his favor. You know, you had Kobe's death earlier in the season, get his fourth ring. If he wins a Finals MVP, he is the first player in NBA history to win three Finals MVPs for different teams. That'll just put him in a whole new ballpark. So, I think I'm scared if we get to a game seven. So I pray that it's Heat in six. For Team in five, man. I'll I'll fly to Miami. I'll I'll break Australia's international flights. No, I'll I'll hijack a plane. And I'm straight there to Miami. You better have an extra room for me, because I just cannot imagine a number five seed Miami Heat winning the title and the vibe in Miami would just be absolutely insane. I think we're the first. We're the first five fifth seed who makes the finals. We were the first fifth seed to make the Eastern Conference Finals since 1999. Yeah. So yeah, it's just crazy, man. Uh, one last question for you. Uh, if it does get to like a game seven and say there's 20 seconds on the shot clock, uh, on the normal clock, shot clock's off. LeBron's got the ball. It's an ISO. Who are you putting on him? Jimmy Butler or Bam? He's not going to pass it. He's going to put up a shot. He's not going to drive to the rim. Who do you want on him? He's not going to pass it and he's not going to put up a shot. So, so what is he going to do? No, he's going to put up a shot. He's not going to pass oh, it. Put, it's just yeah, everyone he's knows gonna he's not going to pass it. So you don't need to worry about AD. You don't need to worry about a lob or anything. LeBron's like, nah, this is my moment. I'm going to get a buzzer beater and win game seven. Jimmy Butler, bam, out of bio. I'd say if he's shooting a three, I'll put bam over him just for length. Yeah. Because if we know that he's not attacking, if we know that he's not going in in this scenario, I will definitely put bam over him because he has higher length, higher width, you know, and it's easier to block him. But if he is going in, I do trust Jimmy to defend him just because he has fast feet. Yeah. He can get to him quicker and in a scenario where he does drive in. I've seen a lot of uh, scenarios this year for the Lakers where LeBron actually doesn't take that shot. LeBron actually passes up that shot. He ends up passing that shot to whoever. For example, Kyle Kuzma in the season. Yeah. yeah. And LeBron ended up passing it to AD and then AD passed to Kuzma. Nobody would have thought that, that Kuzma was the one that's going to take that shot. I don't think – I mean, I I think if it comes down to a game seven, final minute, and the game is tied, he's yeah. taking that shot, of course. Yeah. But if, if, if the scenario you asked me, if he takes a three-pointer, it's Bam, and if he drives in, it's Jimmy Butler. There's no other question about that. Okay. And just one, one last question that I thought of while we're talking about that. When we win, not if we win, when we win, who's going to be the finals MVP, Bam or Jimmy? Or is it going to be Iggy for a two-time finals MVP? I don't know why I want to go, but I want to pick Tyler Hero for some reason. There's, like, something okay. that, there's something that's telling me that Tyler Hero is going to have a really good series. Be the first he's, rookie since Magic Johnson to win the finals MVP. He's been super consistent for the heat this season. He's one of yeah. the only players who's actually hitting shots in the clutch. I think he has the... He has the most three-pointers in the clutch in the yeah, playoffs. I, yeah. I read that. He has six three-pointers, like th- six three-clutch three-pointers in the playoffs. Yeah. That's unbelievable to think of for a rookie who is only 20 years old. Yeah. He cannot even drink. If they win that championship, <laughs> he cannot even drink. So I do I do have a high hope and a high chance that Tyler Hero takes that, takes that finals MVP. If it's not Tyler Hero, I don't think it's going to be Jimmy. Jimmy – Jimmy's aggressive on offense sometimes, but a lot of the times he's he, that's not his play style. He's he's kind of like a, a get everybody involved kind of player. Yeah. If we've seen from what we've seen from these playoffs, most of the of the game MVPs have been either Tyler Hero, Bam, or Dragic. 
Jimmy Jimmy Butler has been yes the leader, but he hasn't been the the best player on the court. Yeah, that is so. Very true. So I don't I don't think Jimmy Jimmy wins that Finals MVP. I hope to be wrong. I hope whoever it is, I hope it's a Heat player, and I hope yeah. we win, of course. But I do not believe that Jimmy Butler will. Um, I do think it's going to be the Tyler Bam or Dragic, one of those. I yeah, I completely slept on Dragic. I think he's a great option. He's he's been average. He drops like twenty points a game so consistently, mm-hmm. and when he drives to the rim, he's so crafty. He does like a little three sixty up and unders. So I think I think Dragic is a great pick. I'm going to say Bam personally. I think he's the because it's a media vote. I think the media would love to see a Bam get it as a twenty three year old. So yeah, I'm really excited for this man. I I can't wait for the finals to start. It starts in about four hours. So. Um, hope everything's doing well, Miami man. I hope you stay safe and we'll be sure to talk soon. You too, man. It's always nice to get on a podcast. Sweet. Thanks, man. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. I'd usually say I'm joined by Kiro and Jack, but Kiro has gone missing. If anyone has heard or seen of Kiro, please let us know. He's been ghosting <laughs> us for about 36 <laughs> hours now. So I've got Jack with me as always, but we've got um, a interim host for the time being, good friend of ours, Portland Trailblazers fan, Bill Diaz. What's up? I'm straight. What's up, everyone? How's everyone going? Yeah. Seen you guys good? Seen better you guys days. good? Ah, right, 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 right. Yeah. I wouldn't be... I mean, hey, I'd be quite, I'd be quite proud of myself if I was a Heat fan. You know, you guys have made it so far already. So, hey, it's a good day. It's a sure good that. day. Damn, that's hey, the Be pod- happy. Man, Kira's going to find himself... Uh, on the unemployed list real quick. If this positivity stays the same, Bill, it's going to be full time here. I feel like Jack... Uh, see, because Jack's, see, a, Jack's the Knicks fan, you know? He's always got exactly, like, the lottery. Exactly. And, so. yeah, I'm the trash one. <laughs> he, see, he's got the lottery, but he's, he's, just, he's only winning $50. Not the $50 million, but the $50, okay? So he can win the lottery <laughs> as much as he likes, okay? He, he only celebrates when they sign four power forwards and he tries to exactly. argue that they're good players. No, no, no. I, I think oh, they are five. Up. I think they are five. It's forwards. six, <laughs> okay? Oh, sorry, six, 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 six. Let's get straight into it then. The Lakers take a 3-1 lead on the Heat today. Um, now, everyone's riding the Heat off, but LeBron James and 3-1 leads, pretty synonymous with each other. I'm not saying anything, but if anyone knows what, like he didn't blow the 3-1 lead, but he knows what it takes for teams to blow a 3-1 lead, LeBron it's James. It's He's not, not going to let that happen. There, He's not going to no let that happen. No, there's no there's way. Pop- you calling oh. it in five? Mm-hmm. Yeah, five. I'll call it in six. Thanks, I, I think I think I think the Heat. Honestly, they've got the dog power, and I'm gonna be honest. KCP was playing good today. I'm gonna feel like he 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 didn't. Okay, he didn't cause them to win. Okay, I, far I, from I'd that. Say he but would. he he was very good today. He he was definitely a big factor as to why they won. He was just hitting shots down the stretch. Uh, got them go- going early on into in, in the yeah. game, especially when AD and LeBron wasn't really feeling it yet. I think LeBron had about three turnovers in the first quarter. Um, he definitely LeBron LeBron and AD just w- weren't in it in the first half. But KCP, 
he was just he was he was going. He was taking all the shots. He was uh, he was even making good plays. He was passing the ball. He was doing well. He was doing well. Even Danny Green showed up a bit. So, and I don't feel like KCP could do that next game, you know. Um, but then comes the argument that hey, LeBron and AD will end up playing better the next game. So it, it's really who knows. Yeah, that's what scares me. It's like you know, last game you had Mark Markeith Morris just pop off, and lucky we were just that much better. But um, I'm just—it's just so disappointing for us. We we had so many open threes. I know Robinson and Hero are really unexperienced, but there's so many wide open threes for them. Jay Crowder's really quiet down, and Butler just wasn't as aggressive. So it's a little bit of a disappointing one. Jack, how'd you see it? I think, as Bill said, KCP popping off hmm. really, really helps. As long as they get a third man going and a third person can pop off on that Lakers team, I don't think like anyone in the league. So is true. No, so yeah. the Heat could the Good Heat point. could play as su- uh, as great as a team as they could be. They could be the greatest team ever, hitting ho- so many shots. Yeah, but the Lakers getting a third popping off, it's freaking ridiculous. You can't stop it. It's hard. No, with LeBron and AD, and then you get you have Denny Green who can pop off, KCP, mm-hmm. Kuzma. Markeith Morris, like all you need is one of them, and they've won. Let's like, throw Dale Wade. Even, even Rondo, yeah, even Rondo, Rondo. One of his even games. Rondo even Wade is Caruso. Damn, great, legit. But yeah. KCP, I've been so impressed with this series and like the playoffs yeah. in general. Okay, I so remember great. specifically us three like absolutely tearing KCP a new one mm-hmm. when he had that one point game in the playoffs, and we we're like, man, this guy's getting paid sixteen mil. <laughs> Like, we could get one point. Put us to the free throw line. We'll get you one. And he's really turned it around. Like, as much as it pains me, like, KCP has done well. And I want to ask you, do you think if the Celtics or any other Eastern Conference team got to this stage that they would do any better against the Lakers? Honestly, Celtics, they're a good team. They're a good cast. But I don't know. I feel like... I feel like they just don't mix well. Like, I feel like Jason Tatum is too ball dominant. Um, too many alphas there. Yeah, like, it, it wouldn't work, especially with Kemba Walker, obviously, mm. being on a team like the Hornets. Obviously, he's been in command the entire time. I feel like Gordon Haywood has lost a lot of his um, a lot of his juice oh. being put on the bench, yeah. um, you know, not, not really being chosen as an option anymore. Uh, I feel like... I wouldn't say, you know, don't blow up the team. That'd be, that'd be just stupid, right? Uh, but I think some adjustments do need to be made in one of the key players. Um, but, yeah, I yeah, don't all think... All I, asked was, all I asked was, do you think any uh, Eastern Conference team uh, okay. <laughs> give the Lakers to, a better battle? That, and you're like, man, we should probably um, blow up the sauce. Yeah, so uh, all, all of that, just no. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think um, what about the Clippers? Do you think the Clippers could have, like... Like, like, get rid of pandemic P and like all that. Like, you know, no, not knowing what we know now, do you think the Clippers could have matched up better? Or knowing what we know now, do you think like maybe Paul George isn't hitting shots, but he's defending LeBron with the with the Lakers? Do you think if the Clippers made it to the Western Conference Finals, it'd be a different story? Probably not. Honestly, I think the Lakers. The Lakers are just a mismatch for anyone. Let's be real. Like the only competition Davis, is the yeah. Clippers. I think mm. the only yeah, and then that's everyone in the East like. They're pretty similar in like Boston and Miami are similar in the retrospect that they have the same like type of players, but Miami's a better defensive, Boston's better shooters. And that's it. Uh, on top of that, Miami is just a great team overall. Like they're passing, yeah. uh, like, or just, just as a team, as they just play as one, whereas the Celtics, they play, you know, like they, they switch from players to players. They don't really play as a team. 
Whereas the Miami Heat, they actually play as a unit, as a real yeah. team. Yeah, I think that's, that's what I've noticed. Celtics strength, like, yeah. yeah, 100%. Yeah, Celtics play so much iso ball where for us, it's like if someone's open on the three and, you know, Robinson's next to you open, you will pass it because you know it's a better shot. No, you but, guys play them and get shots. You guys yeah. play so, yeah, you try and but get the shooters open. You without, without Dragic, Dragic is um, in that top amazing. three best players with uh, Bam and Jimmy, but... It's really similar to the Lakers because you've got Bam and Jimmy who are just going to be there every night consistently. But then we have a random third popping off like every night, like Hero, you know, Robinson can pop off, Jay Crowder, literally anyone. Myers Leonard dropped like 27 last year, so you never know what he's going to bring. But yeah, it's really disappointing. Like you make it so far and then... I think anyone who got up against the Lakers was losing, let's be real. I think this was the Lakers year. I don't think anyone... They ain't won shit yet. But, mate, if the Heat come back, <laughs> congratulations, 100 bucks right now, if the Heat come okay, back. Okay, we heard it here first, $100. Here, guys, it's going out on the public platform. That's not like a thing where if I said, yeah, Bill, like Jack said, you give me 100 bucks, you know, if the Heat win, you're like, man, I exactly. never said so that. It, it has to be done. It has back. to be executed. They're not coming back. I'm telling you right now. Hunter Bench, my way. I, right. think, I think Miami Heat could snatch a win, but I, I think I think That's the Lakers have... We're going to snatch years. three wins. I, like... Uh, I'm trying to be as least biased as possible because I don't want to give up until I see LeBron holding the, the title. But we can definitely win another game. If Dragic comes back, even if he comes for 10 minutes and just gives us like five, six points, that's like just that little bit extra that we need that we usually let the game was, get away from. What was his injury? Torn plantar fasciitis. I swear I saw something online saying he'll be back. Uh, like the he was, he was warming up today and he was in so much pain. He was crying. He was in so, so what good is that going to do if he comes back? Yeah, he might just hinder your team. Whoever's against him, like, they'll just put him on an ISO or put him on a screen. screen and roll, you know? That's what we're really, really good in defense. If you've noticed, just watching it and even like all the ESPN experts say, it, is that LeBron tries to target Tyler Hero or Duncan Robinson every single time. So he goes yeah, up to the court. So- Whoever's on Hero and Robinson gets a screen and they try and switch. Robinson will literally have LeBron open on the three and like run for his life backwards and get Butler back out there. The Heat just know, do not let Robinson or Hero on LeBron. Yeah, because he just yeah, blows past okay, them. Yeah. Look the up. thing is, like, uh, drug is, like, with the injury, he'll be too slow to, mm, to, yeah, to effectively... To effectively do that. in the corner, man. Yeah. All KCP does is sit in the corner and shoot threes. <laughs> Have him there with his hands up. I'm sure he, he can could still shoot. Yeah, but exactly. In terms of defense, no, they're just going to keep attacking him until yeah, they force this up the mark. Good point. Um, so I, I don't think he's coming back in this series. Yeah, it's 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 like a bit like KD in last year's finals. You know, push so hard, yeah. you come back from the injury early, and then you you make the injury worse for yourself. And Dragic's on a contract year as well. Uh, at yeah, 34 years old, I, I just don't think it's worth the risk. I'd love to see him back. Yeah. But um, on to another topic that just about everyone's been talking about is if, big if, like if, IF, if the Lakers win, who would get the finals MVP? When, <laughs> when did we invite you on this podcast? Who would get the finals <laughs> MVP, Anthony Davis or LeBron? Dwight Howard. <laughs> yes, KCP. KCP KCP for finals MVP Andre Iguodala <laughs> Hey you know uh, the, year, the year Iggy won For finals MVP there's only 11 voters Right And they're all, they're all media members Five of those votes Or like four of those votes went to LeBron And then all the rest went to Iggy No one even voted for Curry in that series 
Wow. So the wow. votes are just all Disrespect. over the shop. But it'll That's more like thing. Uh, I'm still a bit torn on it. So what do you think? Who would get it if um, the Lakers? Win? I think. If. Look, I think it's very even right now. Both of them had, have had their good games. They've just been about even with each other. I think LeBron's got the slight edge over. Um, but I think it really depends on the next couple of games or next game on who, on who really performs. Uh, but right now, I really think LeBron might get I don't, another final I don't think he will give it to Anthony Davis, bro. It's mm. going to be LeBron. It's going to be LeBron. I reckon there's no doubt about it. LeBron will get it. If they yeah, obviously there's no like criteria that says don't vote on a like storyline basis, but um, but like there's two storylines going on. You could say Anthony Davis is this star, absolute superstar player who never reached his potential, and he's finally reaching it at the pinnacle of the NBA. And then you've got LeBron, who's like what 36 and still doing it. And if he wins, it'll be the first ever player to win Finals MVP at three different teams. Yeah, which is pretty crazy to think, but. Like who? Like don't don't tell me who you think the media is going to vote for. Who do you think spend the final? Like who? If you got to vote, who would you vote for? I'm personally, yeah, I go with Brian. Yeah, I feel like I feel, take Brian off that team. And it's um, just the Pelicans. Yeah, what's he going to do? Take take AD off that team. That's the Pelicans from last. That's literally exactly. the Pelicans for the last five years. Take AD <laughs> yeah. off that team. Uh, you still have a LeBron-led championship team that he's, that he's taken to the finals multiple times. Yeah. So I think LeBron mm. takes it for sure. Yeah, and it's, it's taking... crazy to think he's doing this at this age. Mm. Still, he's yeah. still dunking. He's still driving it in. He's, he's showing incredible force. I just wonder when it's going to start kicking down. And Ten more years. It'll be years. sad to say that. Ten more years, you think? <laughs> Ten, more Ten more years, years LBG. It's crazy to think that like the players he got drafted with, Chris Bosh retired like four years ago wade was like on wade his last true. legs mellows was on his last legs had a little bit of a revival but yeah. obviously not never the player he was but like oh, lebron's Darko. still like lebron stayed Dar- darko's like milking Darko. cows in serbia um, <laughs> <laughs> jj reddick's still kicking around he was from that draft 50, oh, 53rd pick yeah, 53rd pick. Wow. Wait, was it? No, Kyle Korver. Is that not, I'm not J.D. Oh, Kyle Korver. Korver. Yeah, it's Kyle Korver. Okay, okay. Like yeah, shooter, white guy. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, honestly, I'd see where you get confused. Get yeah, get yeah, Kyle Korver's lost it as well. But yeah, yeah, it's really interesting to see that, you know. Uh, um, I, I've grown I've grown past uh, disliking for LeBron. Obviously, in this series, I hate him. I uh, don't wow, hate him person more, but, you know, respect game. game you like know this what? is the most Bro. responsible time where you can actually kind of dislike him. Like the other times yeah. you disliked him, we, there was just no There's reason no for reason. it. Like yeah. literally, now you have like he didn't do anything. I was, I was yeah. an irresponsible you were. young boy. And now I'm an irresponsible thinking young man. Boy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> now you have reason. Even my brother, like, I don't know if you know, but like my brother loves LeBron. The only reason he watches basketball yeah. is because of LeBron. And like we're watching it with, in today he's like yeah what the hell is that the bitch he's like man he's like LeBron's been at the free throw line like six times already this is bullshit I'm like damn Nate I went up and shook his hand I'm like you finally see my point of view so. <laughs> was the free throw discrepancy that bad I, I don't recall it being that uh, bad. in the third quarter yeah, like, or the start of the fourth uh, LeBron had four like uh, times at the line like so eight shots compared to our zero we only okay. had one five minutes in, so it wasn't too bad. But, like you can't blame them. LeBron's going to get special treatment. There's nothing we can do about it. So, oh yeah, yeah. LeBron had he, four had a, free he, he is aggressive too. Obviously, if he was a shooter, it'd be different. But most of his points come, yeah. you know, um, inside. 
No, not not outside from the three. Yeah, so. and like if any fan wants to complain, like where Miami's just a shooting team and LeBron and AD are inside players predominantly, so they're obviously going to get more fouls. There's nothing much you can yeah. do about that. Yeah, yeah. And we're yeah. LeBron, one of the best foul drawers of all time, if we're being honest. Like he, that man gets contact so easy and just pushes through it. So like obviously when LeBron's coming at you, you're like, I, I'm not stopping him. How can I like not get the ball in the rim? You're not taking the ball from him. You're like, man, unless you're Jared Allen. Shout out to Jared Allen blocking LeBron. That one dog. I know he he deserves he he deserves an award just for that bluff to LeBron. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure everyone like made a big deal out of it, and I'm sure that was like a year ago or two even. So he's only one of seven players to block LeBron on a dunk. Exactly. Yeah, only seven people. Jared Allen. Big balls. Big Afro, man. Uh, That's enough finals talk. We got a bit of news going around the NBA at the moment. Um, One that concerns mine and Jack's team is that Victor Oladipo, very reportedly, wants out of Indiana. Um, I think he 100% does. Oh, you know him, dude. Yeah, I've been talking to Vic like the last couple of weeks. He said he's going. He's coming to New York. Where, where do you say he's going? Oh, to New give York. Us, give us the insight. Oh, I, can't, I can't release that. But like, yeah, he's going to New York. <clears throat> Look, I saw something saying that the Celtics were interested in trading for him, which would yeah, make no it. sense at all. Man, the Celtics have to start trading because they have three first-round picks this year. They had the two last year. They had another two the year before. And like... Eventually, your whole roster is just going to be like first-round picks, like Young Romeo Langford sitting on the bench. So, sh- like, yeah, I think eventually you got to turn it in. Yeah, not Victor Oladipo, a center. <laughs> yeah, they're I don't think Victor, <laughs> I don't think Victor's running center for them. No. They're trading for any trade for Miles Turner. That would be the perfect. Yeah, like that. That'd be better. That'd be a better trade. So perfect. That'd be a better trade. That is good. Yeah. He, he's, not, he's not going to be a prolific scorer. You know, he's not a star, but he's going to do the job. He's going to get the job done. He's going to get those boards. He's going to fucking stretch the floor a bit. He'll exactly. He's, he's going to be a good pick. He's going to be a good trade. I and feel like that's going to be... assets to do it. Exactly. I, I can see Gordon Hayward going. Like, yeah, you'd have to trade Hayward just for, like, money purposes, but, like, then maybe you've, got the first, you've got the first round picks. Like, that's the main exactly. thing. Exactly. And so, they've got the young talent to do it as well. Yeah, like you could throw in like a Romeo Langford. Yeah, like a Robert yeah, Williams, Taco someone. Man. You're not throwing in Taco. Taco's untouchable. Yeah, I agree. Taco's untouchable? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You can't say Taco's not untouchable. Uh, I reckon I'm Taco gonna... would, if you started selling Taco jerseys, I reckon he'd be top 10 in the league. You know, you're probably right. He'd be up. Like who wouldn't cop, a ta- on... who wouldn't cop an Alex Caruso Mamba jersey? I would not. Yeah. Oh, actually, okay. a Mamba jersey in general, I'd just cop. <laughs> if they were selling Duncan yeah. Robinson jerseys, I'd, I'd cop for sure. Um, but back to Victor Oladipo. Yeah, yeah, back where to Victor. Oh, where do we think your options are? I know the Heat, the Knicks, Ooh, and the Celtics are all see, interested. The thing, thing with the Heat, right, they're a great team, but you know, maybe you can agree with me on this, maybe you won't. I think they need that one prolific score. They need one more, whether it's Bradley Bill. Um, I don't think... I don't think I don't think Victor Oladipo would fit that purpose. Like yeah, he's not you know known to score either, forty, yeah. you know thirty a night. I feel like Bradley mm-hmm. Beal would be a better option for them. But um, Victor Oladipo, like he could get to the. I could I could see it. I could see it working. I just won't see it. I th- I think they'd still be in the same position as they are now if they trade for um, Victor Oladipo. Imagine adding Victor Oladipo like that defense to this lineup. Oh yeah, like, that's that's actually that's crazy. Yeah, if you need a defensive stop. 
you put him and Butler in, uh, on the perimeter, and then you have Bam, Iggy, and Jay Crowder. Thing, That's yeah. thing is, who you got to trade for? Who you gonna yeah, trade who for are you trading? So, uh, like, uh, I've been asked this quite a bit. Um, I think the obvious young piece is Kendrick Nunn because you're not giving yeah. up here, you're not giving up Robinson. I- so a package like of they want Kendrick. I don't think they, they would. They would yeah, they would. They mm. would want Hero. They wouldn't want Kendrick. They that wouldn't. Yeah, but the there's priority. like it just wouldn't happen. Like at the start of the season when we were in talks for Westbrook, I think they wanted uh, Winslow, Bam, or Hero, and they said pick two of them, and we'll take two of them. And we said no, you can take Winslow, but not the rest. So yeah, I think it'd be none. I think like a realistic trade package would be like our first round pick, which is like the 19th, 18th pick, um, Kelly Olynyk mm. for the money, and Kendrick Nunn. Mm-hmm. I think we low-key have a better offer. Yeah, he's 100% How... have a better offer, but for us, it's like, man, why would we trade for him now when we can just get him yeah. at the end of the season? Next year. Yeah. So who do you think Knicks would give up for Victor? Our trade offer that's been reported is Julius Randle, Dennis Smith, or Frank, maybe Knox, and then the two Mavericks first picks, which Damn. they 100% take. Yeah, they you can't say yeah, you don't take that. They would that. definitely take that. Um, we give up Julius, DSJ, and two first-round picks, they take that. But I think we're giving up a bit too much, especially with a contract year coming up. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's yeah, 100%. I think that's he it. might not like it and, and leg it. So. Exactly. And if they if they don't do anything quick for, for Oladipo's liking, obviously he's going to leave as well. You know. I think if we trade for Oladipo, we also trade for CP3. Like, I don't think we trade for one or the other. I think we try and trade for both. And you would be happy with that kind of trade? No, I want to stay. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, what yeah. Knicks fan would be happy? They're just trying to sell some tickets and make them like to the fans. Oh, be like, look at us. We're making, we're trying to make a winning team. Like, what more do you want from us? Yeah, I don't understand. Just stay young, boys. Don't try and trade all our young pieces away, even though they're kind of garbage. Besides, like, <laughs> Mitchell Robinson and Arjo. Oh, no, and just, just honestly, just keep. They just got to keep going. They can't speed things up. They're not gonna. Yeah, we just got to legit just trust the process. Yeah, you ATP, guys, baby. They, they definitely missed out last, you know, last year when KD Kyrie was a free agent. That would. Yeah, but you look at it time. now, like you'd be in the exact same position, like in theory. At, at the moment, but next, next yeah. year. Yeah. Next, next year, year, possibly. Yeah, next year, obviously. Brooklyn are gonna be freaking ten times better than us. What do you mean? Exactly. How no? Exactly. The Knicks are taking the first seed. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah. First guys. Knicks yes. first seed next year. <laughs> yep. I saw I saw some news saying that RJ Barrett was uh, actually doing well in the other bubble. Like yeah, I what the hell's going on with that other bubble? One. You see, yeah, yeah like I Trey mean, Young. I think I, they're I, just training. Yeah, I saw Trey Young like post a thing. He's like in the bubble, and it's like him looking out a hotel window. I'm like. They all had to get yeah. to train as a team. They all had to go into their own separate team bubble. Chicago, yeah, no, they're all in Chicago at the moment. So yeah. they're all doing like, and That's it's it. it's almost like a summer league. So it's just training camp just to keep their fitness up. And like, but so, I, do they don't play against each other? They don't do games, I do they? I don't think they do. I, I'm not really I think they try to do it, but I don't think it'd be worth it. Like the amount of corona oh, yeah. tests you'd need. You get injuries that. as well. Yeah, like, like as if Trey Young was gonna. Games. Yeah, as if the Hawks are gonna play Trey Young, Cam Reddish, and all In that against. Games. Yeah, against the Knicks. Yeah, exactly. Know? Exactly. Been the point. Yeah, so it's weird that bubble, but. Um, in other news, Doc Rivers signs with Philly. And a little bit of reported news. The first thing that we saw when Doc Rivers signed for Philly was a five-year deal, big deal. So he got fired, and within a day, Philly he contacted him straight away. <laughs> he got a five-year deal. Good on him, man. Like he's just, he's he's a good coach. And there was a report that said he wanted to send Ben Simmons 
to the Timberwolves for the number one pick and draft yeah, Lamelo Ball. Thinking uh, about if it, if you're a Timberwolves fan, you're cheering. Yeah, Timberwolves. That's a good trade. Just Ben Simmons in general. Just a little bit off topic, but how good would Ben Simmons be on the Rockets as their center? No, you can't stretch. But like they know they're gonna they're gonna go back to a center because D'Antoni's not there next. But year. if good. they but they if they go back to a center, they're probably just gonna get a center who can stretch and. But how good would Ben Simmons be? Because you've got someone who can that's, mark anyone. That's no, very, because the man, as soon as I heard like Ben that. Simmons, and I'm like, in, I just need to get him to the Rockets. I would. I, think, I don't know why. I'm just in love with Ben okay. Simmons going to the Rockets. No, no way. I'm in love with that. Would be cool. Rockets. That'd be. Perfect. What about Timberwolves? Because that's the deal. It was rumored. It was okay. like Ben Simmons. Tobias Harris, because like that's like you know a bit of a downside. Yeah. Get rid of the contract, and then for the first pick, and Philly sends a first. Think... Philly sends a first to absorb Tobias's contract. But I don't think Embiid gets happy with that at all. I think Big Man gets what mad about that. But like, yeah, you're trading away yeah, two an All Star and then another All Star caliber player. All defense Lamella, first team who shot thirty two percent in the NBL from three. <laughs> Like I don't think that's yeah. very smart. Look, I don't. I don't think. Look, Lamelo, he's a good player. I don't see him. I being, think he'll be great. I I think he'll be good, but I think not right now. Like if yeah. I'm pretty sure they want they like a, a win now kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. They need yeah, a trade for, yeah, if they're never, trading Ben. They need a trade for an yeah. all star. You need yeah. someone like rookies go through bad patches. You can't afford Lamelo exactly. to go through a bad patch at the exactly. end of the season or the playoffs. So yeah. you, you can't need expect him to come in and just help. Them. Embiid win, you know what I mean? Exactly. Mm. That's, that's he's, on Embiid. He's not going to give off that effect. Like Embiid's got to, Embiid's got to take a lot on his, like you know, his play. Like he was carrying for the playoffs, but obviously he didn't have Simmons. But when he's not there, like he's just got to know that when to take over, when to get the ball out of Simmons' hands and just start yeah. you know, taking over like he can. Because on his day, he's the best big man in the league. Yeah, agreed. When he's on, he's on. Yeah, but yeah. I think look. That trade would be good for the Timberwolves. Just oh, if yeah. oh hell yeah! Just, Imagine Cat, D, D'Lo and um, oh yeah, uh, Simmons. I forgot. They they <laughs> wanted they wanted Devin Booker, um, but hey, they'll take Ben Simmons. I'm sure they'll be happy with Ben Simmons. They'll get both somehow. I love all the somehow. reports that um that Cat's unhappy in Minnesota and he wants to leave. Uh, like they, they traded for his best really friend. Someone. Yeah, what more do you want? Someone, Imagine he goes definitely to Phoenix. just making shit up. <laughs> he goes yeah. to Phoenix. And then, like, Dealer's <laughs> just stuck in Minnesota. Oh, like, my so. God. I would be so <laughs> mad if I was Dealer. I keep seeing the um, Knicks might trade for Carl Anthony Towns. Just Man, if any player Whoa, remotely, becomes, remotely becomes available, the Knicks are the first the team in talks. Someone oh gets put God. on the trade block and then looks like, we'll take him. Might as well. <laughs> oh, my God. I saw I saw some news in the Lakers looking for trade talks already or looking for targets. Did did, did you know any of that? Yeah, um, I've seen that. A third All Star. Yeah, know. a lot of talk about Buddy Hield. Um, oh Hield, right, Buddy Hield, that's right. Yeah, I think Buddy Hield's got hundred percent. There's a lot of reports yeah. Oh, that yeah. he blocked. Yeah, yeah. Um, he blocked Luke Walton's number. Luke He's Walton. not answering anyone's calls. The one that I saw, it would it, like it doesn't make sense if you just say it up front. But Al Horford for Buddy Hield. But you hear out Sacramento is the worst franchise front office ever. run ever. So they probably, they probably think it. Do. but you got to look at it like Al Horford's like decent. Heald's not going anywhere. You got to get rid of it. But him. they have enough big men though. They have yeah, a, a, but you get someone who can teach Harry Giles a bit. Um, who's their other big man? 
Bagley. Marvin Bagley. Bagley, that's the one I was thinking of. Man, I forgot about Bagley. Yeah, like, all right, Horford can teach them. And he's an actual decent center to help them compete. Yep. I think they'd have to throw in either a pick or like Matisse or like Furcon, Comines or something. Horford and Matisse for Buddy Heald. I think they'd do that instantly. Oh, maybe not Matisse. I think they do Horford Horford first. Horford a first and two seconds. But like, if you trade uh, Furkan Kormaz, who's an excellent shooter, you don't like. You get Buddy Hield. You don't really need him. Yeah, you kind of cancel it Philly out. Really desperately need yeah. Buddy because they need a shooter that can get him like twenty a night, which isn't happening anytime soon because Buddy's out of there. True. Very very or, true. What pick um, do if, they have this year? If they make that trade, I don't think they're trading. They have uh, they have OKC's pick this year as well. I think. So yeah. Two picks. They, they got OKC's pick from Orlando when OKC sent it as part of the Victor Oladipo uh, Soji Parker trade mm. and the bonus. Okay. Biggest robbery of a trade I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, they've got two first-round picks in the early 20s, so that could they help. Have they have number 12. And they have... They have the 12th pick. They don't have OKC's this year. OKC has OKC's. They just have 12. That could still help. They have the t- who'd they get the 12th pick from? That's their pick. They didn't have, oh, you're talking about Sacramento. I'm talking about Philly. Oh. I was yeah, okay. Me. Philly's pick is at Brooklyn somehow, and Philly have Philly Oklahoma's have. pick. How did Philly's oh, pick yeah. get to Brooklyn? So who Wait, did Oklahoma yeah. have? Because <laughs> Oklahoma what? have a pick. Oh, they have Clippers. No, we have Clippers this year. Oh, uh, what? Okay, this makes no sense. So Philly sent their first round pick yeah, as a part of the Tobias Harris deal, sending it to the Clippers. And then the Clippers and Brooklyn had a draft day trade last year and somehow uh, ended up there. I don't even remember what okay. that trade was. No idea. Yeah, man. First round picks are so fucking confusing, honestly. Everything just got messy when Clippers traded fucking everything. <laughs> You know what's the funniest thing ever? I, I forgot to send it to you guys, but a page put up some mock trades for like Giannis and like all that. And they did a mock oh, trade, God. Paul George back to the Thunder for Chris Paul at the clip. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I sense. lost it. I really lost it. It actually makes sense. It does. <laughs> it makes sense for the Clippers. <laughs> they literally yeah. traded. That's, that's the funniest thing I saw all week. Imagine that. Can we just get our trade, uh, our draft picks back as well, please, maybe? Just our draft picks. Come on. Bro. Just one what? of them, maybe. Just please, one what? of them. Just give me one, please. Oh, we'll take the like. at least. Come on, man. Uh, speaking um, about that, what do you think Giannis is going? Any news on that? No, nah, Giannis, not. didn't you? How, how delayed are you, my guy? Yeah. No, no, no. I know that, but come on now. He could sign the extension and leave. H- haven't players done that before? Yeah, but the thing about Giannis is like, Giannis gets max extension anywhere he goes, but the Supermax is like a little bit more money. He's probably about 50, 60 exactly. mil over the life of his get, deal. He could get the Supermax and then just sign it. Yeah, exactly. Isn't yeah, that, but then they, like, for. the Supermax is going to be like, yeah, well, um, Chris Paul got the Supermax and got traded. Yeah. Exactly. There but you go. the thing is, it's going to be super hard for Milwaukee to trade it because then they have to get rid of Chris Middleton and yeah. just blow it up because I'm assuming you're not signing yeah. a franchise around Chris Middleton if, and Dante. If I was the Bucks, I would just trade away Middleton for someone else. Like, if you blow up that, if Giannis requests a trade, like, mm. what is Giannis's trade value, bro? Like, it's like if really LeBron requested a trade. There's, oh, there's nothing you, you could never ever match the value of them. Okay, you're never, you're never gonna get anything back. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I don't know what you. I feel you like I feel get... like 
whoever trade like I feel like Bucks would always lose that trade, no matter what they trade, whatever yeah, they get yeah, back, they, they're, yeah, they're gonna yeah, lose 100%. that trade. They, they could win it. Like if they get like say they go to the Thunder and they get all the Thunder's picks and then they both the Clippers exactly and the Thunder turn yeah. bad and they just get all these bad yeah. draft picks. If, like if they like get the a Brooklyn, bunch of picks. the Brooklyn Celtics trade. Yeah. At the time yeah. you're like, damn, like man, the Celtics got robbed. You look at it now, it's the worst trade in NBA history. True. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, one last yeah. bit of news. Our good friend uh Jeremy Grant looking likely to re-sign at Denver for a four year sixty million dollar deal. That's pretty, yeah, good pretty price. good, to be honest. That's 15 mil a year, just around that mark. So, 15, 16, yeah. Yeah, like for, for a, th- a literal 3 and D wing who can mark 1 to 5 very yeah, well. Yeah, pretty much. Easy. Like, like, he's got the length for it too. He, he, he helps by so much, just by being on the floor. Yeah. It just it just helps infinitely so much more better than, than, if, he's, than if he's off. And yeah. not, not to mention... Uh, if MPJ doesn't make the starting, obviously he probably won't right now. You got to hear him coming on for the bench for uh, Jeremiah Grant, and I think that's just such a good, um, like it's just it's it's a really reliable bunch of players that the Nuggets just have right now. Good three point yeah, shooter, yeah. The Nuggets have a mad future. When you look at like yeah. if Gary Harris is firing, Will Barton, Michael Porter Jr., Jamal Murray, Nikola Jokic, Jeremy Grant, damn, that is. They have a crazy cool. mix of great young talent with great vets at the moment. Mm. Yeah, Millsap I think they're going to try and, and Millsap's a free agent this year. I think with great role players as well. I think Millsap mm. leaves and just put MPJ on the floor, and then Grant starts. The only problem is like a lot of people were saying that, but then your defense in the front court is pretty whack. Oh, you can just sign a no. Oh, well, then you can just you can Paul Millsap's free agent, not even a player option uh, at the start of next year. He's just free agent, so he's good to go. Maybe Mason Plumlee's also a free agent. Man, low key, ah. I was going to say they have cap space because they get rid of 14 million Mason Plumlee and 30 million Paul Millsap, but Jamal Murray's extension kicks in extension. for 30 yeah. mil. So I think they'd have probably around 15 mil to spend, which is going to go to uh, Jeremy Grant. Yeah, it's going straight into Grant's pocket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so they can't really do much. And plus, Tory Craig's a free agent. Noah Vonley's a free agent. Tory well, we'll Craig, see what they do. Paul Ball's a free agent as well because he's only on a two way contract. Yeah. You're, you're, t- you're saying that they're, they're losing a big lot of people, actually. I just realized, I didn't even realize that they're losing this many people this year. I didn't know, yeah. I didn't know much about Mason. Yeah. Going, yeah. Um, but damn, that's crazy. They're losing a lot of players. Hopefully, mm. I hope, you know, m- maybe some of them they'll will come back, but they'll find you a way. Put, obviously, you can put great coach as well. Yeah. Yeah, but the, yeah, the only problem is like, yeah, you get rid of Millsap, and, but like, yeah, the Michael Porter Jr. is a. Eh, defender. He's got all the like athletic yeah. abilities to be a good defender, but he's just not there yet. He's way too young to be a good defender. And yeah. Jokic is improving, exactly. but yeah, it'd be tough in the front court if you start those two. Crazy offense. A bit like the Mavericks. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you drop 140 a, a night, but lose 150 to 100. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, even if you sign a, a really good defensive four and then just have MPJ come off the bench, be a six mm. man, that's crazy as well. Yeah, I'm really interested in doing like an episode later where we just look at every team and look at like, you know, what, what they can what they do can... with what they can blow up and yeah, trades. What and trades stuff. I think the Nuggets is probably one of the most interesting teams just because like, if you really want to package so like much. Gary Harris and a couple other players, you got, you got a pretty good deal you can look after. So yeah. I, I always see stuff online talking about how they want to get Bradley Beal. I don't know how yeah. that would I, I don't know how that would work, work, especially with uh, yeah. Murray's improvement, I think. They just got to keep it as it is. So, exactly. That's about all the time we have uh, 
this week for the episode. We had a bit of a delay. Awesome. Also, again, anyone sees Kiro, give us a message. He has <laughs> gone missing. So please pray for Kiro. Make sure he's all good. Um, I, we got some huge episodes coming next week. We've got two big guests coming on on the next two episodes. We are very, very excited for it. So until next time, thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at the Only Threes Podcast. Until next time, I'll see you later. Thank you.